0: we are live good to see you today my telos podcast friends this is the first show in the telos podcast histories here we're in uh, we're gonna be covering all the new developments and everything that's going on with telos because they I mean it's just it's amazing once you start digging into it so I'm really excited to talk to Jim and Roger both from telos UK and welcome to the show Jim and Roger go ahead and introduce yourselves
1: Hi, hi, Brian. thank you very much. Uh, great to be on your show again in this different version of it, but we have been here before. We've been chatting about how we were here a year ago. And uh, yeah, we are a block producer. I'm Jim. Uh, we're a block producer for College UK. Um, we've been in uh, the Telos since we started. We were part of the launch group. I was the uh, chair of the uh, launch group committee. Um, having many many conversations over Zoom, uh, getting the uh, getting all the VPs together to get the chain launched, and then I continued as the first president of the Telos Foundation. Um, that's now been handed over to <laughs> that's now been handed over to a younger, um, more fresh-faced uh, Suvi, uh, who is uh, now taking up the cudgels with the uh, Telos Foundation, which I'm sure we can discuss further. So that's a brief intro to me. So uh, Ros, do you want to give you a little intro?
2: Hello, that was little, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, hi, hi, guys. Yes, I'm Roger uh, of EOS Telos UK. And uh, yeah, we sort of uh, have these two hats that we swap between EOS and Telos, depending on uh, what uh, what day of the week it is, or actually which shirt needs washing. So, so <laughs> yeah. I'm on EOS UK.
1: I'm, Eos. I'm a Telos boy today.
2: Yeah. So, there we are, we're representing. Uh, both sides of the, uh, the EOS IO chain that uh, the chains that, that we're involved in, because of course we're all one enormous happy family, and it's great that uh, now Telos is starting to get a little bit more exposure, because it is, uh, uh, you know, has been uh, quite hard for it really not having the, the. It's just like, as I said, it's just like Telos, is just like EOS, but minus four billion dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so well, yeah. that makes. A
2: little bit of a difference in terms of uh, how, how well it can uh, get marketed and promoted. Of course, there are some other significant uh, differences between the two, but uh, one of the really exciting things at the moment I've uh, just uh, been playing with uh, some Acorn tokens and um, block, blockchainreports.co.uk, uh, which is a, uh, a prototype website that we're mucking about with at the moment. So that's Top of mind for me is the most exciting thing, and uh, I don't know if you know, but in the UK at the moment, Jim will back me up on this because he's my uh, political correspondent. There's uh,
1: anything that Roger gets wrong here, I'll jump in because <laughs> I'll keep. I briefed him. I briefed him, but let's see how he does. So
2: we've got we've got these two chaps in England, Boris and Jeremy, and somehow somebody's got to decide which one of them is going to step up. I don't get involved, but we've made this little uh, blockchain vote, and uh, I just sussed out how I could do it, so um, it, it's uh, you know basically people can send a token to, uh, to an account, say Boris or Jeremy, and they can even change their vote, and it will only count their last vote, so uh, thinking we might pop that out in a minute so you can uh, you can have a look at that. Uh, Yeah, that's getting really excited doing demos. That's what we're uh, really getting excited about at the moment. We've got these, you know, all these proof of concepts that Jim was off demonstrating in Amsterdam hijacking. And uh, of course, we've got to make it clear that they're not our productions. Uh, Jim was just helping out, weren't you mate,
1: for the Foundation? Yeah, I mean, I think I'll put a little bit of uh, meat on that particular bone that, that Roger's throwing out there about these two blokes. These two blokes are uh, standing for the Prime Minister of the country, which is... Oh yeah, that's right, I forgot to mention sort that bit. Of ...equivalent. <laughs> it translates to being being Donald Trump, but it's not quite the same, but it's more or less the same. And it's, the very, it's a very small electorate of 160,000 people who are going to vote these two guys in. So we thought it'd be really fun to uh to to be able to uh show how that could be done on the blockchain a lot quicker and uh, with a lot more people so uh that's... and uh,
2: transparency as well
1: yeah and with transparency so i think the most exciting thing in Telos at the moment is this notion of bringing proof of concept to uh to the world um i've got quite fed up i think of talking to so many people and then glazing over when I mentioned what the blockchain is and what it can do and, and when you give them the sort of uh, you know the, the, the transparency and the freedom angle and all that yeah. sort of thing and we think that's fantastic but but you know the, 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 the beauty of, um, of I went to Amsterdam last week uh, as part of the uh, foundation um, got a, a stand over there TARS the Foundation funded a stand over there um so along with um richard from Telos Dac, uh sue from super crypto and uh douglas hi from, from good Block. hi guys we've got back with i'm still tired but never never mind <laughs> of course from, uh from telescope um we were over there showing what the telos blockchain can do and it is just fabulous and hopefully we'll be able to put some links um at the bottom of the um, on the show notes but there is a there is a piece um, knocking about the internet. Um, I've put it on uh, LinkedIn today, of me. Uh, it was really good cool because Lewis filmed me doing this. I didn't know he was doing it. He did it over my shoulder, um, yes. of, of me opening um, a safe. Bring it in. So try and bring it in. Yeah, you can do. Of me opening a safe. This safe had been commissioned by the foundation from Box over in uh, as in uh, you know the Proxybots uh, game that's that's going on from. So it was made in Australia, shipped over to the UK, put in a suitcase uh, by Richard of Talos Dak, and carried to Amsterdam. And it was, uh, on, uh, it was this proof of concept show access control. Um, and there is a picture of me with my uh, phone, with my uh, Lynx wallet. So thanks to Fred and uh, Lynx wallet, and I was able to open this safe on the blockchain and leave a, a hash um, transaction on the blockchain of when this safe was opened. And it just, you know, people were like, oh, and then everyone said, well, you can, you can do that for a door. Yeah, it's not got to be a safe, it could be anything. It could be the, the motor on a, on a car, it could be uh, access to a particular piece of machinery, access to a building. And it was, you know, it seems we can do that and we can do that now. And that's what's so, um, fabulous uh, to have these proof of concepts that, that um, you know the telos blockchain with the skills that the block producers have got and all the other great developers. It just shows you that um, oh there I am look and we're going to pause while I do this. Look at that.
0: Mm-hmm. So Jim Hewitt demonstrates Talo Safe by Proxybots real-time access control. So the transactions written on a blockchain to prove when I opened it. Etc. Etc. So if I press unlock I Confirm the transaction pin code up oh, uses his thumb click and it, opens, and it opens the box Yeah, so for that's the hash of the transaction that's showing on the screen there and that proves that it I that was this account that opened that box at this time uh, okay, so a Use case for real time for blockchain transactions imagine you were <clears throat> the owner of this, you could allow me access at certain times, you can permission this for people, it gives you good access control to things that are lockable. Okay, cool, so yeah, that that was just explaining for anyone who's listening on the podcast version, didn't have the video, but that video is uh, available at talosuk.io forward slash safe forward slash. But yeah, what what an application though to think about uh, anything that has a lock on it, doors, cars, uh, or anything that needs to be turned on um, can be permissioned access During certain times and then tra- trackable who actually opened or started or used that item it, it is I mean seems like such a small use case because it's just showing a safe But but the implications are pretty big there aren't they yeah?
2: Exactly. And, uh, one of the ones that springs to mind I think Jim mentioned it was like um yeah, you know, hospital drugs cabinet, or Ooh. you know, the big rooms, don't they, full of all medicines and things like that, or you know, I mean, access control, obviously, is a hugely established industry, and um, uh, you know that I think they really ought to be crawling all over this uh, this kind of technology. So that's a really good example of how uh, uh, it could be set up there. I
1: think I think the thing that was showed us at the uh, at these conferences is that how. Uh, Telos and um, IOT devices can be really uh, brought together and I think that's going to be a, a great area of growth for um, the Telos blockchain um, with people developing in, in, and IOt devices right into the chain. I think that's going to be something that um, uh, we're going to be looking at in the future and it's going to be a real growth area for uh, for Telos so you've got you've got these industry standards. I mean, um, I don't know whether you know, I was, I was telling you earlier that um, uh, Douglas was on a, on a panel uh, on the first day, and uh, we have got video of the panel, and, and we'll put some links down to, to show that. He was on the panel with Hugo Boss, which we all know, Carrefour, which is the biggest French supermarket, um, has links to supermarkets in Britain, uh, and Diekmann, which is like a mining company, and, and I think the guy who was chairing it was from uh, a company called McKinsey's, which is a massive um, management consultant and uh, accountancy firm. So we've got Douglas next to all these really big names, and uh, that was such a powerful thing. And I'm sure that, uh, yeah, I'm sure that Douglas and the people uh, that were around there are going to be um, working up those leads and bringing uh, real use cases to Telos, and I think that's a really exciting Thing that's happening in Kelos at the moment is this link that we're getting to enterprise and uh, you know we had we had the safe there we had a fantastic uh Douglas demonstrated a, a really fantastic supply chain um and component blockchain solution that uh, that he did um, and that was really exciting where people could build their own circuit board and it was uh, logged on the blockchain. You could see all the components that were built and put together and who put them together. It was a really stunning piece of work. And the, tele- the telescope guy, Lewis, he had got um, the decibels in the room. He'd got a Raspberry Pi with a. Uh, a um, Down meter, there. A microphone, a microphone mm. on it. And that was uh, measuring the decibels in the room in real time. And, you know, it just proving to people the speed of the technology that we've got. And I think the biggest thing that we've got to get across to our community and but the, the, uh, the community at large, the enterprise community, is that this, this technology is now ready. It's here. We can do it. And that's the biggest thing. And that's our biggest challenge, is to get these people to understand that the, that the, the technology is ready to, to be implemented. <coughs> We worked on, and that's what they, you know, that's sort what's of so exciting at the moment. I think.
0: Yeah, that, you know, just to just to like reiterate there a little bit for people, a lot of people have probably heard of Hugo Boss, but but Carrefour is is basically Carrefour is like basically um, almost like a Walmart of of yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like Walmart. So this is a giant industry, and uh, <clears throat> one of the big things that Talos is doing, which makes me so interested, is it's focused on enterprise and so there's there is a huge market there for Hugo Boss Carrefour and the other one that you mentioned for supply chain and then and you say the technology is here an example of that is I believe that Walmart in the states has uh, a lot of their um, stuff is now or they're putting some of their things onto blockchain so there is Teams Like Walmart's team that's using blockchain in the background. This is being used in enterprise. So the fact that Talos and Douglas are, you know, and Douglas is sitting there next to Carrefour and Hugo Boss and talking about supply chain. I mean, these things are, these things are here and they're close to happening. I mean, the, the inroads to enterprise is big there. And so people should take notice. That,
1: that, that's really true. And, and something that I didn't realise and there's, there's cultural differences as well, which, which you have to understand that the, the guy from Carrefour, I mean, they're only across the water, but it, it's a long, it, that, the English Channel is very, very wide. The guy in Carrefour said it's not uncommon now, they have an app and it's not uncommon for people to have their phones and to scan. the the goods on the shelves at Carrefour, to find out the ingredients, to find out the character content, and and they're working on all of these things. And he was saying that that the the amount of data they've got is just too much, and he's looking at putting it all onto the blockchain. And the massive thing for them is provenance; they want to be able to prove where their stuff has come from uh, in in a trustless manner and he was really into this notion of provenance and it was uh, it was a really exciting uh, i think it was a really exciting um, look at what's going on just simply for us across the channel and these people are are you know it's not something that they're thinking about they've got teams working on which is and the hugo boscar of course what they want to do and he was quite open about this and he said they're working with universities etc 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 is to is to be able to track the cotton from the field all the way to the shop through the entire process and he says you know he says it's virtually an impossible um, not an impossible course but it's a very big job to be able to track the the cotton that comes out of um, uh, uh, comes out of Egypt and gets into the shirt that you buy and that's what their aim is to do that and along those lines they were spending talk which I didn't realize they would do they were talking about things like how that would bear, then benefit the farmers that grow that uh, crop, and um, this idea of how the blockchain can then reward the people who who should be rewarded, which is something that we're all really keen on, isn't it so uh, yeah yeah, it's brilliant, really good in that sense
0: and didn't you mention that or that telescope has uh, some supply ch- supply chain or um some provenance applications currently or something they're doing Yeah, with that's that's the side of
2: one, isn't it? Yeah, that's,
1: uh, that is a really, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, Lewis and the telescope guys showed me uh, the, um, this and they've said they've just got it uh, ready for their show, but it's, they haven't launched it yet and they've got to wait until they get permission from the uh, cider growers to, to bring it online. But the, the, I can explain it. There is a, a regulation or a certification of a certain region in, uh, in Spain that's got a certain type of apple. Which creates a um, a premium cider, a premium drink, and you pay more for it than you would an ordinary, you know, run-of-the-mill. It's like a, I don't know, like a Budweiser, but a really posh one. Uh, mm-hmm. And they want to be able to prove where it comes from. <coughs> and this application is the um, certification area. And I saw it; it just blew my mind. You you typed in uh, the bottle number that you have bought, that's in front of you. So uh, you've got the bottle, and it's got a number on it and you type it in, press the button, and it gives you a breakdown on the blockchain certificated by, those, uh, by the Apple Growers Company. Of where it, well, the, the beauty of it was, it was the percentage of the type of apple that's been squeezed into your bottle, which was <laughs> amazing. And then it was the percentage of apple, what type of apple, um, the, the side area it was made, where when it was pressed, when it was bottled, who distributed it, what van it went on, and what pub it or what restaurant it should be in? where you're drinking it.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah, that that really is the,
2: you know, that's the utopian vision of supply chain on on the blockchain. You know, it's been able to see, so you've got the, you know, the, the sensors inside it, even all of the packages reporting temperature, vibration, even perhaps GPS, you know, so they can just be sending the data out and reporting where they are in, in real time. And all of that is, when that is possible now. It just needs somebody to put it together. In fact, I think, uh, uh, I, I'm not sure we reveal names, but I know uh, Telos uh, Blockchain Solutions are working around a, a, a pilot project on that with, with somebody. So I'm not sure if we're able to say anything about that yet. So I better not in case I get myself into trouble. but. Uh, yeah, you know there's a there's a rig being uh, fitted out with all that gear at the moment it's going to be uh, using the tells blockchain to yeah support, you know, I, you know, I, 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 I think I mean, you, you had some amazing conversations that you've sort of given me uh, a glimpse into yeah. jim with like shipping guys and yeah, yeah I, mean, I, did, names, I mean we don't get any names but they're really thinking it through now aren't they
1: we just had conversation after conversation uh with people about the application of blockchain and um, we were there for two days, and the doors opened at eight o'clock and they closed at six and I was still talking to people at half past six in the evening and honestly, and you never you never stopped and poor Douglas, he was a husk by the end of it because he he was like <laughs> he only flew in he was God knows what he thought what time it was and he <laughs> uh, was just gone and you just could not stop and you know our um and we didn't have to. The beauty of, 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 of this for the Telos community, what I want to try and get out there to our token holders is that you, you didn't have to, we didn't have to promote ourselves. We didn't have to go out and grab people to our booth. People came to us and people were coming to us. And there were, you, as people walked by, you just head up said, oh, hi, and they were in. And then <laughs> they were asking you questions and they were asking about it. and. Uh, it was a definite step up from, uh, we were at, at London two weeks, uh, two months ago, and it was even a step up from there. Uh, really? but, but the, 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 uh, the, the one in Holland, far more technical people and far more people with, um, uh, the sort of the gate, the gatekeepers, if you like, you know, the real people who have got the, we have got the they've um, got the power to make the decisions. We're asking the questions, and it was it was fascinating. It was really good. But hopefully, we can share some pictures and share some links uh, to all the stuff that went on in Amsterdam. So mm-hmm. yeah, that
2: was great. That was great. And uh, you know, even even this week, we've literally had what well, I don't even know what day is Wednesday, isn't it? We've had literally back-to-back meetings all week, just talking blockchain. It just seems to be this whole new. Uh, excitement around everything. I don't know if it's to do with the uh, Bitcoin pricing going up or just, you know, more and more people generally uh, getting, uh, hearing Bitcoin and blockchain ultimately when they start looking into it. But uh, it's still such a small fraction of people that um, have even heard of Bitcoin or blockchain, you know, before you even start getting into EOS, EOSIO, Telos, you know, and and all of that. So, uh, but it's yeah, it's really exciting time at the moment. Things are really happening. Well,
1: I mean, I think it's, I think it is. um, You know, when you ask what's what's exciting going on, what's the question being? What's what's going on? The I think obviously one of the big things is the work proposals and the online voting that Telos brings, which, you know, if we're honest, isn't on on EOS and isn't really working how I envisioned it would work um, on when we started with EOS, you know, we have got work proposals, we have got people being funded, and we have got people launching, already launching applications, real life applications, the the WordPress plugin being an obvious example of that. That have been funded or part funded by the Work Proposal. I know, know, uh, Brandon, you you, you, you certainly know about the Work Proposal system. And Mm -hmm. and instead of that money being, from the way I understand it, the tokens on EOS were were burnt. The Work Proposal was burnt. Um, Whereas on Telos, you know, we are for better or for ill, we have we stood up and said there are proposals. You can apply, and people have been. And you know, I, I think that's a, a real plus point, and we obviously we've got the online vote, we've got the on-chain voting through the various wallets as well, which is you know quite an exciting process. Yeah, yeah look, okay, go ahead. tells token
2: holders being able to vote for uh, worker proposals. Yeah, that's uh, uh, we we just forget that that's part of our everyday, don't we? But that's actually quite groundbreaking in itself.
0: Well, it, it's huge. I mean, the worker proposal system is something a lot of people looked forward to on on EOS, yeah. And uh, and then it wasn't there, and so to see it take you know kind of flourish on on Telos is is great. I mean, that's kind of the, for me what what I love to see on Telos is the worker proposal, which is huge. I mean, you have something like Wordproof.io, and Wordproof has been. You know that's something that uh, Dan Larimer and Brendan Bloomer specifically said that um, at at some point in the future, everything, every article, will be time-stamped on the internet, and it'll be, you know, you won't be trustworthy unless it's time-stamped and on the blockchain. And so, this this piece of this that piece of infrastructure that's going to be kind of the future of how media goes onto the blockchain. Was built because of the Telos Worker Proposal System. You know, Wordproof was funded. They built that, and and now it's there. You know, that's that's um, that shows the power of the Worker Proposal System. Um, and it's and it's cool to see it working.
1: Um, you know, and there's so many other things. You know, we know that that you've got some funds to be able to do this and there are other mm-hmm. there should are, are the have
0: a big
2: banner is funded by telos worker proposals i
0: know i have
1: it, have it dragged across you know and we know there are teams being funded all around the world i mean how, how cool how decentralized how brilliant is that A teams of people are being funded by a blockchain to work in in their communities and produce stuff all over the world you know you've got you've got teams are actually I know it's difficult to make a living with the coin price where it is, but, you know, nominally, you are, you are, that this blockchain is funding people actually working. And it, it's, you know, if you told me that three years ago, I just would not have got my head around it. If you told me that, that <clears> this <throat> thing out on a blockchain makes some tokens and that's able to, no, but you know, but now, and trying to explain to people is really weird, but you know, once you get it, once you make those changes, it's really good.
0: Well, and yeah, I mean, there is these Telos blockchain and, and EOSIO blockchains, they they create this value. There's value there, and it's about how is that being distributed, who's it being distributed to? Um, you know, in my case, a worker proposal, that my worker proposal that was specifically approved to do Telos podcast is, you know, is it, really helpful. It enables me to to do this podcast, make a little bit of uh, side money for doing it. Whereas, you know, if you just go out and uh, you can add a lot of value to other chains and not necessarily be rewarded for it. And uh, yeah. it, it it is definitely a powerful thing to to people who are actually doing real work, putting it in real value, being able to uh, be compensated within the community is is uh, is a big shift.
1: I mean and, and also Roger alluded to the fact that we haven't got four billion pounds as a war chest, mm-hmm. and the, the you know the work proposal does actually you could argue does actually work against the coin price because people have to uh people have to sell it uh, mm-hmm. and therefore depress the price because that's the idea of getting the money to uh to, to turn that into real money so they can do the work or hardly if you would prefer obviously would for if you did but you know so <laughs> There's a double-edged sword though. you're doing the right thing, yet you get punished for it. but we we know that the right thing to do is this, and that's what happens in on the on the telesport chain, which I think is a you know a really powerful thing. And uh, yeah, uh, you know and and also, therefore, that sort of leads us on. I suppose, to the, uh, the Telos Economic Plan. And, and the TED Plan. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The Telos Economic Development Program. So you guys want to uh, share what that's about? And then I'll, if you'd like, I can uh, pull up a – tell me when you're ready for me to screen share the diagram. But go ahead and tell us what it is. Okay. Yeah, go
2: for it. I'll, I'll, let, you get, I'll let you share it and uh, we, can, we can have a Do you look you want me it? to kick off, Rog?
0: I'll, I'll kick off. And
1: if I get anything wrong, you just jump in and uh, put me right. So on um, when the chain was launched, we, uh, we were very conscious that exchanges uh, held Genesis accounts um, for people whose money was on exchanges or whose tokens were on exchanges. So there was a, a token uh, reserve fund was created uh, for giving that money to exchanges to distribute to the people whose EOS was on exchanges at that particular time of the snapshot. Um, why we don't know um well probably we do know but i won't go into why um a lot of uh, a lot of exchanges simply through apathy or through lack of um whatever uh, haven't claimed so there is uh, a very large number in front of fun to me i'm going to say 140 million uh right. um that are sitting ready to be they've been minted so they're not <coughs> new they have been minted they are there um but they are in reserve funds which are not going to be used so the idea is that the economic the talus economic plan will distribute this um this fund in a in a controlled way through a series of actions that are going to be voted on by the uh, by the uh, this plan is going to be voted on by the the blockchain um by the blockchain members so the big headline i suppose is that if this economic plan is passed, if you agree that these tokens have already been minted, it means that we'll have no 0% inflation on the chain for up to 10 years. So we're going to have no
2: inflation on
1: the chain.
0: It's fantastic.
2: So, oh. so, so basically, the way that that's made possible is that uh, uh, you know they use some of the exchange reserves to to pay the block producers instead of the uh, normal inflation, and so. By offsetting it, it's you know essentially zero percent inflation, and then depending on whether or not any other exchanges come forward to claim uh, the tokens for their uh, account holders or not, will determine how long that fund lasts for. Um, so you know we could be in a situation where uh, Telos Blockchain is zero um, percent inflation for for ten years or more. So uh, I mean that would just be awesome.
1: So, so one of the things is the the fund can be used to uh, to pay the VPs to ensure viability of BP because where the coin price is where it is, it's not kept economic to be a VP at the moment, and people are in it for uh, the long game, and we know that, and that's fine. Um, second, uh, another um, – they're not in any order really uh, – another uh, area that the um, that the fund that the plan talks about is the Economic Development Fund, which is which will be there to support things like market making, liquidity pools, exchanges and financial services. Um, and there will be uh, an amount set aside for, I believe that the BPs, am I correct Roger, will be managing um, that fund?
2: Um, yes, I think that's the right one. Um, economic yeah, yeah, because you know, I mean, the fact that we're talking about this is almost like we're, you know, everybody should know this is not our. Uh, we've not championed this project, so uh, we're we're not doing it justice at all. Uh, unfortunately, um, you know. Uh, so, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll obviously try and uh, give you as much information as we can. But please do check everything that we tell you because we could be wrong. <laughs>
1: we'll put the link to the to the medium articles underneath. And- yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll do that. And then the, there is a grant for uh, a million TELOS a month to go to the TELOS Foundation, which will mean that um, the Foundation can put itself on a more professional footing. Uh, as you know at the moment, the uh, Foundation are a group of very, very, very committed I'm being one of them. Uh, people who <laughs> volunteers, are, nearly volunteers <laughs> uh, from the community who are voted into that position, and it will give the foundation uh, an economic um, stability uh, to be able to move forward to hire people to do a really, really good job. I mean, we're doing a good job anyway, but to do an even better job, and that's something that uh, Suvi, uh, the new president of the. Foundation will be championing and bringing things uh, forward with that. So there's going to be lots of exciting things coming out of the, well, there's lots of exciting things coming out of the Foundation anyway, but even more so. And then, yeah, you know, and I think
2: i I uh, not quite grasped until we were talking about it earlier today that um, you know, the original vision was that the Intellis Foundation board members would be like an oversight committee and that there would be a, a CEO and staff who would actually be doing the you know the administrative uh, tasks and things uh, and actually of course what's happened is that the foundation members have just done that all of that themselves and taken it on board and uh, it's not until recently that you've managed to actually get a few tell for it as well have you so you've, yeah. you've all been doing it completely voluntarily up until uh, about six or so weeks ago I think I right. and, right. uh, yeah so that will be really great because I know you you've uh he's hired somebody now maybe or not. yeah no one can we're going to be in the
1: process of putting that onto a more we're looking at how that is going to look in the future and all those plans will be published by the foundation as they come out but the idea is to get it on a more um, a more professional footing in as much as that people will be uh, hired to do a proper job and well like full-time really that's the big
2: thing isn't it because full-time, obviously full time. Everyone's and, doing the best they can, but at the end of the day, you've got to keep the lights on somehow. And the,
1: so. the, the board members will have a truly executive role, which will be an overseeing to make sure that the, the CEO or whatever it's called at the foundation actually brings, uh, you know, brings a quality team in and, and hits all the KPIs that are set. So they'll have a management job rather than an actual sort of donkey work job. So that's, that's another area. And then you've got the Telos uh, work proposals, which is close to all our hearts, which will get additional funding. Uh, we'll An go extra million Telos, uh, a million a month. Of Telos a month will go into that particular bucket. And then there'll be another bucket which has got the Telos Rex staking rewards, the great named T Rex, which is wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, it,
2: this is the one that uh, you know is really exciting because. Uh, like Rex on EOS, that uh, anybody who knows EOS Rex has seen that you can stake your tokens and, and get uh, interest in effect on on your stake. And uh, but on EOS, I think the percentage is around about one percent or something, isn't it annually? So, you know the the APR. And using this plan here, you know you, you could actually be looking at uh, you know thirty uh, percent Rex returns. Uh, and, and perhaps even higher if because again depending on how many of the exchanges come forward and, and claim uh, the uh, the tokens if none of them come forward then the figures just get quite uh, quite high you know so um, uh, yeah I won't even say what they are so yeah 30 uh, percent is sort of what what we, we hope to be looking at which should be fantastic and of course that would for me anyway uh, that would counter um, some sort of the urge to to want to sell all of my tokens if i was just getting them through a um, a worker proposal
0: fund Go on on the, on the rex here it shows that um, the telos original snapshots 50 million telos um, and then the total genesis accounts uh, can you explain that the telos rex staking rewards why it's split up in the telos yeah, original I mean, snapshot I, genesis I, accounts and token supply
2: The way way, um, that's calculated is is based on, it's an example, uh, an illustration based on uh, 80% uh, participation. Uh, Okay. So again, it's based on, you know, figures that we won't really know uh, until the exchanges claim and and however many token holders then do actually um, stake their Telos tokens because the... The less people at stake, the higher the rewards are per um, per account holder. You see, because it's less people to share it between, and so we won't. So that's what the example is there in the, with the different percentages and things at the participation rate of eighty percent, um, and then it's got three different examples of the amount of um, Telos claims by. The exchanges, which then gives the different uh, different amounts. So really, we won't know until it actually starts. But uh, you know, it should be really good. That's the point.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the just the the, the chance at a thirty uh, percent Rex ROI is is a, exactly. enough incentive for you know just the the opportunity. Even if it's not, even if it's half that much or something, the opportunity for um, a decent ROI is is you know. Is going to get a lot of people to hold on to their tokens and participate a little bit more. So that's cool. Yeah, we
2: hope, we hope so. It, yeah. it might prevent people from selling unless they absolutely have to. You know, it's mm-hmm, worth mm-hmm. it's worth a punt, as we might say in England. <laughs> so, so again, we've we've got this this plan is there to be uh,
1: voted on. Uh, unlike EOS, we have got this uh, idea that the token holders are. Um, do have the ability to to vote on the chain, and uh, I do happen to know that the uh, the ratify men to make this happen is very very close. Um, but I'm looking at my message from Douglas here, and I'm not going to pretend that I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, go on, Jim.
2: <laughs> I thought you were just battle it off
0: like you're pretending.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so um, there's been a lot of work done in the uh, GitHub repo, and uh, uh, Peter View, part of the uh, of the uh, core development team is uh, working on it uh, along with Douglas and that there should be the ability to vote um, uh, coming through very very soon. Uh, Douglas is going to be doing uh, another update in his tutorial on how to vote in Squirrel, so look out for that um, uh, on the telegram channels and on twitter and everywhere because we'll obviously try and publish that to get people as much information as we can but if you haven't read any of Douglas' tutorials, I strongly urge you to do so. Um, um, I think most, some of them are still on the uh, Telos uh, Foundation website or on Douglas's um, Good Lock website. We'll put some links below hopefully as well, uh, Brandon, that would be a good idea. Because if, if you are new to Telos, working from uh, Douglas's, uh guides is, is really really cool um, and we'll be able to um, voting will be available on squirrel uh, obviously because it's there now and hopefully change spectrum scatter uh, very very soon um, and if i'm correct which i think i am the um it will be the ratify men to uh, make this um what we believe is a, an excellent economic plan move forward It will take 29 days, which is the same cycle as the work proposal. So there'll be time for people to vote um, in that cycle. And then the contract, uh, the smart contract will enact or however that works, and uh, it will be passed or declined. So it's a matter for the um, community to to decide and to move forward on. So, you know, that's the the biggest news, I suppose, in the TOAS sphere at the moment.
0: That is big news. And with that voting, um, I, I also see that the uh, tel- the uh, TELOS Foundation board has on-chain elections. Is that here yet? Is that coming in the future? And what's that look like?
1: Okay, so that is, uh, there There are on-chain elections they, for the TELOS Foundation board. There are always on-chain elections. There is a slight um, education that needs to be done in as much as that the foundation um, the ability to vote your tokens if they aren't telos tokens that you vote for that you voted on launch a section of the community who launched the chain were gifted some non fiduciary, is that the right words so yeah, yeah they're
2: um, they're just voting tokens voting basically tokens. so depending on um when when we did the launch group we had this pie slicing app where we sort of Nationally tracked all the time that everybody spent and then um, the the founders rewards were kind of divvied up based on what size your your wedge was and uh, based on that there was um, an allocation of a voting token of between one and five tokens Uh, so the five was the most that anybody would ever got Um, and like for example I think we got I think i got three and, got you, two. Could and you, you got two yeah so that was kind of in proportion to our slices maybe so yeah. um and that was how we were able to vote the initial uh, the first board um cool. and so what the pardon yeah current uh so what the suggestion has been is that that then gets um expanded out into the uh, the wider telos community to be able to then uh, start voting on future boards. Um, so there is uh, all sorts of clever voting stuff built into Telos uh, over and above uh, what comes you know, sort of out of the box, if you like, on EOS.io. Uh, so the trail voting system is uh, a very clever part of uh, b- uh, voting on Telos that um, I think taps into that. And uh, it's also something that app developers can use if they want to enable their uh, app users to be able to vote for stuff as well on, on the chain so uh, it's kind of going to be a combination of mixing those things together and, and seeing if it can be rolled out to the, the wider Telos community so yeah uh, based I mean, on that one.
1: The, 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 the changing of the, uh, the way the board is voted has not been a high priority uh, because we've had other things to do. Uh, but I think it's something that, that if the um, or when hopefully the economic plan is is put forward, is something that will be um, changed because all these things are open for change and open for
2: vote. That's why we've got ratifying so that's why we can do it. Um, yeah, and the point was that we could we could get the chain launched. I say we, I really ought to say they, because you know it's not, it's not like I was doing that, going oh yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, we're, we're proud uh, to be able to say we're part of the launch team. But um, uh, yeah, so uh, I can't remember what I was going to say that now.
0: But we're going to change it. Yeah, well, it's in the, it's in the, it looks oh, like yeah. it's on the drawing board, huh? Yeah, well,
2: yeah So
1: it's, these things these things evolve, and everything will evolve around it, mm-hmm. you know, it's, like, it it's not a particular approach at the moment, but it's it's something that, that we will that I'm sure that the community will want to look into and want to change. Um, you know, you, talk about the, uh, uh, you talked about the Work Proposal uh, granting money, of course, the, the foundation, there are foundation grants available, uh, which if you go onto the foundation website, the, there's an application process to uh, to have a foundation grants, And there are also people who, who are trying to acquire, there's um, funding for DAPs. there's also the Good Block uh, grants as well. Uh, and as you can see behind me, there's the ready hacker one. I can't do it. There's the ready hacker one, which I know uh, somebody close to here is going to be a, uh, a judge on. Uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, thank goodness for that! I'm
2: glad it's not me. And I didn't accept <laughs> that one either. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's so there,
1: that's all. Um, these are all exciting things that are going to hopefully um, push uh, Telos into into the more mainstream of EOS. Um, and I think uh, USIO, I think that's really important. And then all the work that the foundation is doing with um, with the enterprise is pushing that area. So there's, there's, there's two prompts, there's two attacks, which I think is, is really quite um, quite useful. You know, people like yourself, uh, Brandon, can be really working to um, help push your um, ideas and, and your understanding of Telos and try and promote that within the the, the community at large uh, with EOS and like you say try and bring the two a bit close together so the two communities have got a really close understanding of of, of what's going on on other chain because it's you know, we're we here to benefit
2: everybody aren't we yeah exactly and and EOSIO is uh, we've got to step out uh, and present a, a united front front to the rest of the world you know and uh, that I think that's that's really important because it's such a transformational technology I mean the, the things that we, we can all be doing with blockchain it's just uh, so uh, early in in the space Jim as Jim's catchphrase and uh, well, we had a meeting with the uh, marketing lady this morning hi Ronnie and uh, you know she was sort of saying like "Oh, you sound like you're, sort of, you're talking about two years ahead of everybody else you know in terms of what we want to try and market and things we've got this gap of about two years where Everybody else, she's saying, needs to catch us up. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, so perhaps we could slow down a little bit and uh, just focus on getting some things on the blockchain, like <laughs> mm-hmm. voting. Wouldn't that be amazing? Blockchain voting, global.
0: That'll be huge. Oh, and you t- you touched on in the beginning. You touched on voting on chain for an election. Can you can you repeat what that election was? I kind of missed the who was being elected and where the vote was being. Yeah, Jim, you should you should take. Okay. That.
1: so in so in Great Britain at the moment, uh, Great Britain and Northern Ireland at the moment, the uh, you may have heard that there's a little bit of turmoil over something called Brexit, which is <laughs> the. Uh, Great Britain and Northern Ireland leaving the European Union, and of course a massive uh, fight within all our political parties. And the ruling party, the Conservative Party, have jettisoned their leader, and they have got to vote for a new leader, which is between a guy called Boris Johnson and another guy called Jeremy Hunt. And the the strange thing about the British system is that once those guys are elected to that party, that party being the largest. Um, block in Parliament, that person becomes the Prime Minister. So that oh, wow. person gets, that person gets the ultimate job. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the people of Great Britain don't vote for them. Uh, and that's not it, in America you vote for your most powerful person, but we don't. we We have a party system where the members of that party, which is only there's only one hundred and sixty thousand of them, vote for who their leader will be and by de facto their leader will be the prime minister um so these guys are going around the country being uh, uh trying to um up support on this with this very very small um, electorate which is only 160,000, i believe it's a bit um, like being a block producer member of the tory yeah. <laughs> so, so we thought it was really fun to be able to wouldn't that be great if um you know we could open that up to uh, <coughs> and uh, get everyone to vote on it it is a bit of fun really and also just to show just to demonstrate they don't have to be filling out bits of paper they don't have to be signing things and sending them through the post etc etc etc. it can all be done on chain and it can all be done in real in real time and you can just see the votes coming in which is it which is what we were what what roger was alluding to at the start which i'm sure we can either show or we can show a link to but i think that you know, it's, and I know a lot of the block producers um, have got ideas about how we can bring this. To me, this is one of the most exciting things about blockchain: to bring voting um, for 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 elections online uh, on, on chain. Sorry, you know, I just remember seeing pictures of the um, Nigerian election a few a few months ago. They were they cancelled it the first weekend. Everyone had to go back to their own uh, own area. Uh, to vote. So they all were standing in line. Like your hometown, you have to track they, you to your hometown, don't you? Your hometown to vote. They're all standing in line and the, the papers didn't come through. So they cancelled it that weekend. So they had to come back the weekend after and everyone stood in line and you watch them on the news and they're all waiting in line. Or checking the smartphones. Just waiting in line checking the smartphones. Why don't they just vote on it? You know, you can vote on your smartphone, and that would that would nobody has to walk anywhere. It's all verified. It's all it's all on the chain, and wouldn't that be fantastic? And you know, no government could corrupt it. No government could send uh, death squads in to shoot people or whatever. You know, but have intimidation around polling stations. You wouldn't have to. It's just all there online, trustless and verifiable uh, i just think that's you know that's we need to get that to happen i think that's a
2: really powerful, powerful i mean obviously it's a lot easier to say than do uh, yeah, because of course uh when you start getting into these things then uh the identity and uh uniqueness problem rears its sort of ugly head which of course is not a new blockchain problem it's an it's an age-old problem how do you Prove that somebody is unique. Um, how do you make sure they're not voting more than once? How do you, um, you know, then make sure that by requiring them to use identification, you're not then excluding people? Because, of course, not everybody does have ID uh, or you know, government issued ID and that kind of thing. So, there are all sorts of problems, and uh, we've actually been sort of exploring these quite uh, a lot uh, with the um, Acorns uh, program as uh, perhaps a nice opportunity to, to mention it, www.acorns.fun uh, and this is a custom token that runs on the TELUS blockchain to uh, really demonstrate as well um, how anybody could create their own token and uh, this one had actually been designed to, to be like in the style of the universal basic income. Uh, so it, you run the smart contract and it will give you one Acorn token every day um, so what we've done is we've, we've used this token uh, which is free for anybody, okay, so this is really groundbreaking, anybody in the world or everybody in the whole world can have free daily cryptocurrency that they can then use on a blockchain to do stuff that somebody else may or may not make for free that shows instant results. And that is just, that's massive. And I just can't get my head around how huge that is. And why people are just running up and down the streets going, oh my God, it's amazing, it's amazing. And so I'm doing it. And I'm running up and down the streets going, oh my God, oh my God, it's amazing. And then people are looking at me going, what's that? You know, so. And the, uh, and the thing really is, he's like, I had you know? time. <laughs>
1: which is really scary. He is actually running on down the street doing that. I've seen him do <laughs> <laughs> not, not
2: in such a silly voice. But...
1: Well, no, but you don't use a silly voice, but you do do that, and you do stop people on the street, and you do understand <laughs> this thing. We're talking about hashtag boots on the ground. You know, we are, it, it's not just all sat in an office typing away. We are actually going out to places, as are, same as <clears> other people in the community. Um, you know, going to universities, going to meetings, and, and pushing this new technology um, as much as you possibly can and you know I'll put a shout out to everybody there to to really start to motivate your own community uh, and we, you know we're going to get a network effect here but we're going to have to do it you know not one wallet at a time but it feels a bit like that <laughs> <It does. laughs> so you know it, we, we we need to uh, you know use uh, uh, opportunities like like this and use opportunities in telegram and and please make sure you you know you retweet stuff when you see exciting stuff on on, on chain on telegram um and and just sort of really be part of the the movement the drive to, to bring this technology forward because i think that's really important and you know you come back to the you know the first thing that roger said there was you know there are certain problems with the elections and KYC, but you know, dead people in in Britain have been voting for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know, people go to graveyards and fill in uh, electoral forms for dead people, and that is quite a common practice. It's now, okay. <laughs> but it's really? oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm sure the American elections. You know, uh, I'm sure I've seen okay. a film on where. Uh, where uh, yeah, we'll go on the Al Gore one, where the hanging chads in uh, in Georgia were not necessarily uh, all counted fully, you know. So there are, you know, there are problems with the one that we've got. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we need to, we can, we can improve on it without the doubt.
2: We can, but uh, with, with acorns, it's a uh, it's a way for everybody to learn how these new systems work without having to risk any money, you know, without having to get all paranoid about. To do with the private keys and have to bury it in the back garden and all that kind of thing. Because uh, you can just go on and create a free TELUS account because the TELUS Foundation is uh, gifting the first two million uh, accounts as funded to to free two million free accounts. Um, and then you can follow the instructions on the website and uh, activate smart contracts to get your acorns. Uh, and then uh, you know they can be be used um, to transfer between people and interact with any systems that are designed to consume them and uh, you know there's no risk involved no worry and uh, we can muck about with voting things and we could perhaps even have a uh, almost like what Jim explains is like an exit poll isn't it where uh, people could put their put their vote on in, in parallel to what they've actually voted and you know just get learning how all these systems work so that uh, when some Body with much more skills than me does come along and actually makes this thing, uh, everyone's got a bit of an idea how, how it works instead of it all being new. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a really great tool for that. So uh, please go and join in and uh, get yourself a Squirrel account, which of course is anonymous. You don't have to give any personal information at all. You don't, uh, because it's blockchain, you don't ever have to put your password in and send it over the internet. Uh, So it's all nice and secure and uh, it's a learning tool that people can take advantage of for free. It's also unbranded. So, um, you know, for example, if you wanted to use it, Brendan, or anybody that's involved in getting people onto the blockchain, uh, you know, so if you've got app developers who uh, need people to have an account before they can use their app, then again, they can use the acorns.fund website for onboarding people um, without it necessarily... Promoting another company. So uh, that's a uh, community uh, published website Um, So and it's all going to be open-sourced as well. So if anybody wants to get involved in translating it or adding to it And also we've now got the two uh, Mobile wallets out which enable you to create a free Tels account on your mobile in like tap 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 you're on Uh, so that's really powerful so Expect to see a lot more news about that in the next few days as things really uh, get hotting up and uh, getting onboarding new people.
0: And that mobile call is that, is that the mobile wallet called Awake? Is that the name of that wallet? Oh, well, there's
2: several. Um, several coming, okay. Yeah, I've actually got uh, something called Rogers mobile, Free Mobile Telos Race spreadsheet. We've got little checky ticky boxes, so I'll share that with you because uh, there's about seven or eight wallet providers, you know, else Links, which is obviously, the, seems to be the market leader, and so I like it the most, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, hasn't actually got the free account creation. okay uh, so their anti-spam solution is to charge people a little bit, like $1.80, I think it is, to create an account, mm-hmm. um, and um, and obviously, they are a commercial uh, operation, so they've got to try and make some money somewhere along the line, can't yeah. just keep going, keep going software. They haven't got $4 billion. Uh, but um, yeah, so uh, there, there are a number of wallets, but um, the two that have actually enabled uh, free account creation is one from uh, EOS, uh, was it Telos Venezuela, Daniel, and uh, from Rory at uh, EOS South Africa. Uh, their teams have managed to be the first to come out with the free uh, mobile Telos. Uh, facility, so um, but yeah, I'm sure all of the others will, will follow in due course. I'm still trying to get somebody to verify the iPhone uh, version uh, of Free Mobile, but the Awake Wallet they they do uh, enable Free, but I think you have to come get a token from their uh, Telegram channel first to put in. So that kind of makes it,
1: but the the. The the Lynx wallet is really cool because you can have the scroll name and it does support Acorn tokens. I was trying to show you that. Oh great! The Lynx so you you can uh, you can send and receive Acorn tokens on the on the Lynx wallet, which is great. From the the Lynx guys that that, that they were that I think they were the first to put that on, um, and they've been part of the part of the project. So that was really uh, that was really great from them. So yeah, you know, Acorns is it, it's. I mean, I have been trying to onboard my family. Oh, that was better. Yours was better. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh there you go. Acorns. <laughs> yep, great. Like. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I've been trying to onboard my family through uh, acorns, and it would be great. You know, I've not got any teenagers to do it yet, but I'm sure they will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and where where do people go again if you get a, you need a squirrel wallet to, to enable well, no, the acorns, cetera
2: because I think I have confused people with this in the past, because obviously you've got the Squirrel Wallet, the the official Telos Foundation Squirrel Wallet, which is S-Q-R-L, it's pronounced Squirrel. Um, And uh, that will enable you to access the Telos and the EOS blockchains and all of your accounts on both of those blockchains. So then we've got the Acorn token, which is a custom token that runs on the Telos blockchain. And then the acorns.fun website, is uh, designed to teach uh, squirrels uh, how to uh, to set up an account and everything, and it's actually got uh, the world's first on-chain uh, qualification in blockchain skills. And in order to uh, achieve the qualification, which is called One GSS, so that's one gold star squirrel. Hmm. Uh, you've got to perform a series of actions and one of those actions requires that you have a Telus account with the word Squirrel in it. So as you know Brendan, it's 12 characters in the standard account name, so Squirrel is 7 characters. Uh, so you've then got 4 characters left to play with, so uh, I'm Fat Squirrel with a PH because I like my tunes. <laughs> uh, Jim might share his squirrel name uh, with you. If you yeah, know. well, I'm, I, I'm Dozy Squirrel, which you probably could have worked out, but that's 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 my that's my uh, that's my name. Nice. So uh, some some really interesting squirrel names coming out. We've got uh, Squirrel Pies, which is another little one. Uh, I waiting for somebody to do Dead Squirrel uh, or Flat Squirrel. Uh, <laughs> so and obviously we've got Good Squirrel and uh, yeah, a tell Squirrel as well. So that's quite clever to tell us of these five letters but they've used the s for squirrel you know
0: mm-hmm. and
2: actually see so this is an example in in kind of how in the future perhaps companies might be in trying to incentivize their customers to be brand followers you know brand allegiance for example so even though these uh, uh, squirrel accounts have all sort of got special meaning because they've got squirrel in them they are just normal telos accounts but it means that I can catalogue them, and I can easily recognise them as a you know sort of a, a free community uh, account uh, which anyone can have, and they can use for doing stuff like voting on silly things here, you know, and getting involved on the blockchain, um, but without having an account that reveals who they actually are. Uh, so, uh, but it, you know, it might be in the future that. Um, because you know, anyone who's managed to achieve one GSS, they've demonstrated a certain level of skill. So if I was in the market to, re- to recruit somebody with certain skills, then uh, anybody who's got one GSS uh, certification is proof that they're capable of at least creating a Telus blockchain account and following some basic instructions. So if you're looking to hire, then uh, there's a little pool of people there that you can actually send a message to with a link to a job opportunity for example but it might be that you know it's a different name it's it's nike or you know it's adidas or it's something else and you could uh, or those companies could be suggesting that they might reward people who are using those names in their accounts as a way to demonstrate their brand following and allegiance and perhaps maybe those manufacturers will give those people some extra kind of benefit because, of course, they can actually send them money through those accounts if they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they can send them special links to special offers that other uh, followers might not get access to until later on or something. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's a really interesting experiment in perhaps how uh, branding and stuff might might work in the future. Um, so, yeah, just in, want to encourage everybody to go in there and have a look at it and, and see if they can get certified. I think the 100th... Gold Star Squirrel is uh, perhaps coming up soon, so it'll be interesting to see who who wants to get that one.
0: So. Oh, cool! I might I might have to get on that. I didn't. I uh, hadn't. I don't have a, a squirrel name yet. I have to think of one. Acorns.fun is the, is the website, right? Perfect. Exactly. Acorn, yeah. I want to get in on that.
2: Yeah, and um, you know, uh, I sort of really want to encourage everybody that's involved in the arsenal. Tell us if you're, uh, you know, interested in trying to sort of suggest that you know what you're doing well you can prove it on chain just go mm-hmm. and get yourself registered and uh, you know and show uh, get yourself added because there's actually with the reporting program i mentioned earlier the companion website that we've made blockchainreports.co.uk. there's a report on there it's embedded in the acorns.fund website that lists all the gold star squirrels um so and that will actually list your account Dynamically, as soon as it receives the message back from Big Squirrel saying "Congratulations, um, uh, you you knew what to do." Clearly, the blockchain is no trouble for you. So, mm-hmm. it's, uh, Big Squirrel's quite lyrical and uh, there's some nice rhyming stuff going on throughout the whole website. Uh, so, thanks to Squirrel Pies for their contribution in in all of that. So, uh, yeah, go and check it out. It's great. It's really good fun, and we've had such a lot of good feedback from it particularly educators uh saying you know this site is amazing we're using it to uh, teach the children and uh, sometimes i have even had it reported that at family gatherings they're doing it as a little bit of a you know a the event something a bit different to do like at thanksgiving when
0: you get together
2: and have a fight or whatever you do over there <laughs> you know you can play with squirrels instead mm-hmm. <laughs> Perhaps it's certainly in Britain where we have
1: bank ho- when we have holidays to have family arguments, but
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> when you know get a group of family together and a bit of booze
1: and the beauty of it is that it it just brings um, it brings this world of blockchain it brings it, it makes it tangible so you can send a message you can tell some when, when you tell somebody all oh, blockchain. but know, yeah, you can say well this is you know, it really helped me to to sort of drill down into the actual, um, you know, to make it tangible to work out what the smart contract was doing, to be able to send the memos, et cetera, the memo, something about the memo field and the search.
0: Yeah, it's just
1: a bit of fun. I just encourage people to go So yeah. Good, good stuff.
0: Yeah. 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 The opportunity for branding there, I'd never even considered that, but, but the getting names that match up so that you can easily find them, what a, what a cool, what a cool idea. So, yeah, yeah,
2: and uh, I mean, it's something that came to me um, through a campaign that a company did in England a few years ago. I heard that if you change the name of your house, uh, you know, you, you can have in, in England, most houses have numbers, but some of them have names. Hmm. And uh, so, like, if you change the name of your house to uh, Talk Talk, it's the name of a, uh, a telecoms company in England, change the name to Talk Talk House. They'd pay you like three thousand pounds if you wrote to all your uh, address book and said, Oh, I've changed my dress, you know. And I thought, No way, oh, that's a good idea, you know. And if you, you could kind of do something like that, but if you think about the, the billions and billions of dollars that get spent every year in, in advertising revenue, and if perhaps some of that was redirected into, uh, you know, rewards, if you like, going directly to. Um, followers of brands and users of specific products. You know, again, it's like the uh, you know the reward points that you can get maybe at the petrol station or in some supermarkets and things. You know, these could could also be incorporated into this style of giving, where uh, you know you follow a specific company like Coca-Cola or Pizza or whatever, and and, and they will actually sort of fund you to a degree, uh, and then you'll probably end up spending it. Up, on the stuff that you're gonna buy from them anyway. So it's like this uh, cyclical process. And then of course, if they just had their own token, it would make life a lot easier, wouldn't it? So, uh, you know, that's perhaps where it could all be going. Who knows, it, it needs the, uh, you know, the advertising geniuses to go, right, let's start and look at this blockchain business and see what, see what could be done here. But there's millions of opportunities. And uh, one of the things that I get really excited about is the, um, You know, the fact that we've got so much spam email, we've got so much advertising on television, radio and things like this. It's just dross in my mind. It's just horrible. I don't consume any of it if I have any choice whatsoever, you know. And um, so if all of that money that's being wasted there was was like redirected a little bit to actually sending tokens to account holders, um, with a, an offer that you know, they have, the manufacturer is prepared to stand behind forever because it's going to be on the blockchain. It's not just something that's going to flash up and disappear and might or might not work. You know? And I think it could really change the way that we're going to start communicating with our suppliers. Uh, and customers are going to have to start communicating with their customers because you know if you do something wrong as a, as a company, uh, you know, and you get a bad review like on Google or something, but that's on the blockchain and that's there forever, and actually, somebody could make an account and put a bad review in it, and and for you, even if you didn't have an account that accepted reviews. You know, it's a very changing world, and the power is coming away from you know these big organisations, and it's coming back to people, uh, individuals, to actually be able to do great things. So that's what I get excited about. Ask me something else. I could talk on. <laughs> there we <you> go.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. That I mean, it is the The implications for blockchain and branding and all of this, and the power flowing back to consumers and away from advertising—it's there. There's a lot of big things happening, and all these things are building on each other. It's, it's really cool to see. So, um, yeah. So to, to give a little recap, and then I'll give you guys, you know, a chance for any final topics that you'd like to throw in there. Um, we got Ready Hacker One coming up. Um, some of the things that stick out to me about Telos were are the BP minimum requirements, which is not on the EOS main chain, um, the Telos Foundation and the coming on chain elections, the Good Grants Program, um, the uh, Telos Rex that's gonna have some really good returns, the Telos Economic Development Program, which is gonna put a lot of this money back into um, you know, all kinds of areas. Standby BP rotation that ensures people are ready, BPs are ready. Inverse weighted voting pro- uh, that protects against whales to some extent.
2: Um, uh, so, uh, did, did yeah. you want to expand on the, the uh, inverse weighted voting? Because I, I think that's something really important in us. And again, so many things in TELUS that we just take for granted now because yeah. we're sort of so far into it. But that is kind of one of the first major changes that got. Uh, got applied to the sort of the stock EOSIO um, and so in EOS you know when you vote there's this decay the uh, concept of vote decay where if you don't refresh your vote then uh, you know its weight sort of is diminished over a period of time and um, you know things like this have been put in to try and make sure the voting is always fresh and you um, so, so uh, But it obviously didn't really solve all of the, the issues that you're going to get with um, proof-of-state voting, where essentially the, the power gets consolidated over time to the, the larger accounts. Um, so on Telos, uh, one of the changes was the inverse-weighted voting, and what that means is that if you wanted to vote for just one block producer, um, then... Uh, and you, you would only be uh, voting with the weight of say 1% of your entire wallet contents. And so to make sure that you voted with the full weight of your wallet, you'd have to vote for 30 block producers. And so what that does is it means that if, you know, a whale is gonna just vote for their own their sock puppet or tame block producer, uh, the vote's not going to be very uh, weighty and they have to spread the love around a little bit you know and, and so that's a, a really significant uh, change that I don't know I mean it just seems to have seems to have made all of the difference obviously Telos is it's positioned very differently so perhaps it's not being perhaps attacked in the same way that EOS was with, with regards to voting and, and the rewards are a lot less as well of course but uh, it does seem that the, the distribution of block producers is much more there's a lot a lot, fair, think, or a
1: lot more even i think it was, it was interesting brandon when you when you spun through all those those things then that the amount of things that i take for granted what you just said there i almost dismiss them now which mm. is like the kickball uh, you know which is like bp minimum requirements yeah in, in this world in the Tas world that is just that's that's how it is that's mm-hmm. what happens you know you, you do get kicked if you're not if you're not performing the standby block producers can't be standby block producers unless they have got all the kit ready to go because they're rotated in you know there are people on uh, on the the, the uh, on the system on the, on the other main net where you can be a standby block producer and you've never built a block and you could probably get away with not even having the kit i don't know i'm not i'm not saying that's for sure uh, but you can't. You know, it's a more robust, in my opinion, it's a more robust BP setup because a standby block producer can be rotated at any time. You are rotated out as a um, as a, a top 21 block producer to give you time to um, uh, to do updates, etc., etc., etc. And also, you know, if you don't comply, you are kicked, and it does happen. Um, and I just think, you know, I don't even consider that as important anymore So I just. It, <laughs> of like waking up and having breakfast it's just there that's what
2: i do Um, yeah i imagine if that was um live on eos now i mean the eos uh, landscape would probably look very different wouldn't it if that was part of it
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great to see some of those things live. I mean, and that's—I mean—that list of things. And there's something I didn't even mention was the—the uh, the fact that exchanges can't be block producers and exchanges can't vote with their tokens is also this huge kind of elephant in the room. On uh, you know that 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 Telos doesn't deal with. There's not these you know the exchanges with massive amounts of power for no reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's. It, it's it's I mean you've just mentioned that and I've forgotten all about that because it, that's not my world anymore <laughs> and uh, you know and it is it's fascinating but yes that's the case and, uh, and and also
2: the other key uh, change at the launch of Telos from the launch of EOS was the capping of the um, the whale accounts which again we don't even really talk about anymore but uh, you know any uh, accounts that had more than forty thousand tokens in them were capped at forty thousand so. Uh, you know, maybe people had multiple accounts and things, but this is from the Genesis snapshot. So from the opportunity the opportunity to modify that to be more favorable had, had long passed. And uh, the telestructure wasn't known at that point. So uh, that basically helped to uh, keep the playing field a lot sort of leveler at the beginning. And clearly there are token holders now with much more than 40,000 in their account, but they've either earned them or they've bought them. Uh, and so that puts them in a slightly different position from whales that, uh, that that had have, have them on EOS. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's, that's really important as well. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, sorry,
0: Well, on. I mean it, it's important because the the people that have either bought or earned those extra Telos tokens are clearly wanting to be involved in the community. So the They're people invested. that are every cent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, 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 you know, we, we, there are other things that are, that are strong in, uh, in Telos is the, the fact that it is, it is cheaper to um, deploy um, any uh, uh, DAP on, on Telos uh, and, you know, the grants are available, the work proposal are available, like with on. So the whole, you know, the whole e- ecosystem, if you like, is, is one of, that's, that's really ready to go and, and ready to go to market and people can come on and you know we encourage people to come on and build on Telos. It's it, it's it's right for um, for people to take action and, and, and move forward and, and contact um, contact the foundation if you want to Graham, get on the work proposal, donate just to digital a wallet, do all those things. And and you know if you if you've not got into the uh, into the Telos um, blockchain yet, then you know join on join us on Telegram. There's loads going on there, and you'll find a, a, a really um, supportive community as well I think that's
2: really yeah awesome. I mean Telos community is ace it really is I mean uh, you know all the block producers they are absolutely awesome so much talent in Telos it's unbelievable And you know just the mindset of everybody is, is absolutely Bob on they're just like totally open for doing anything to help you get on board and get into it nothing's too much trouble and the, the way the, um, the block producer pay works as well is actually different from, from EOS. Uh, I don't know if you know that, but uh, all the block producers on Telos, the 21 actives, all earn the same. Whereas on EOS, the, the, you know, the, the pay is staged between the number one and, and 21. Uh, and you didn't think that's much. And, and actually, the, the uh, standbys are all paid the same as well, which is exactly half of the actives. Uh, but what that does is it creates this environment where everybody's much more communicative and, and collaborative, if you like, happy to work together because the, the the competition is not it's not so fierce, if you like. And I think it just makes a really good difference, a, a really big difference. And uh, yeah, the, the guys in the Telos community are awesome. Uh, it, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it takes it away from being a zero sum game, or you know, you don't have to knock someone off. For each for each position necessarily, it, so it it enables a lot more cloud collaboration, and I I definitely see that as a block producer on both the EOS blockchain and We have a San Francisco Telos uh, producer too. Um, yeah, it's 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 a much more uh, you know it's easier to work together for sure on on Telos because of that. Yeah,
1: I I, I do love the conversations in the Telegram channel as well but when people start um, disagreeing with each other, it's done in a very polite and supportive yeah.
0: manner. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry to disagree with you, but uh, I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> does, you know, and, and everyone really minds uh, and, and takes everybody's views into account and, you know, yeah. there been, there have, yeah, but let's be honest, there have been disagreements over the Telos economic plan and, uh, you know, those forces have been raised and they have been taken into account and, you know, we haven't just we haven't just said oh well the the, the 15 uh, block producers can just vote it through and we haven't just done it it's not that it's not happening like that uh you know it's gone it's going to go to a vote and people are talking about it and it's discussed you know that's the environment that the truly 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 decentralized um uh, change should be should be working towards and that's how we, you know that's how we move away from to the cartelism, which we've we've got in other places, perhaps, and and yeah, I think that's a real benefit. it like that.
0: And one of the one of the grand visions when the main chain and when EOSIO software launched was this idea that there can be multiple chains all approaching the uh, this this cutting edge technology from different angles. And I think that for me. To zoom out and tell people, remind people, continue to think big picture and see this bigger. There's, you know, there is room for multiple blockchains to have all kinds of interesting angles towards success, and that's why I don't overlook Talos, and that's why I want to get the the podcast out there and even people outside of EOS. Like there is, there's so much going on, um, and 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 zoom out a little bit, and, and Talos the, the enterprise angle is so. Is so big you know the working with companies just on the just in the supply chain niche even is enough mm-hmm. to be a giant um, project so uh, to people who are maybe looking at telos for the first time like or you know just starting to dig in for the first time um, keep that in mind there's there's going to be a lot of different chains and a lot of different chances for success here so um, and talos is doing big things I'm, I'm really excited to be digging into it now um so much more so mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah and you know whilst the the focus is on the enterprise end because we need that you know we need like so we've got to keep the lights on somehow so by focusing on the enterprise and uh you know Telos blockchain solutions specifically focusing on the last mile of the sort of onboarding process if you like to, to get a, a large enterprise on on telos uh, I want to, uh, you know, encourage everybody to keep looking at, at the start of that process of, of bringing people on to Telos. And, uh, you know, the uh, using the acorns and squirrel idea, remember that um, people can use this even if they don't have a home. And so, you know, uh, people who uh, don't have a home surprisingly have uh, smartphones a lot because it, mm-hmm. it actually offers a lifeline to a lot of Essential services uh, that are even more important if you haven't got a home. Uh, And so, uh, you know, there is actually an opportunity if people can start thinking about it and help me as I'm trying to do, um, you know, provide an opportunity for people who need a leg up, who perhaps can't get work or benefits or whatever because they don't have a home and an address and those kinds of facilities. Through uh, acorns and telos, we can actually help to enable uh, some of these people to uh, get access to services that, are, you know, we can build on the blockchain. But also, you know, business opportunities as well. You know, in England, we have something called the Big Issue magazine. I don't know if you've heard of that. I haven't. No. So it's uh, it's not a charity sort of. It's not a handout. They are a charity. It's not a handout, but it's an opportunity for uh, people who want to work. They actually buy these magazines and it's a very good read, actually, it comes out every two weeks. Uh, and they buy these magazines and they are sort of kind of authorized, if you like, to, to, to sell them uh, in, in the street for cash. And they, you know, they'll they work together as a team as well. And they're like, oh, Have you got any magazines, John? You know, like floating stock and that kind of thing. And uh, so, we've, we've been trying to, to work with uh, some of these guys and perhaps suggesting that uh, we could find a sponsor to uh, pay to onboard new users. Um, and so they can have an opportunity to, to earn income. But also then, you know, it could be, if we can find some other way as well to, to um, perhaps get local businesses to accept TELOS, uh, particularly for the services they might be looking to use like shelter and food and clothing and things like that. Uh, and then we can perhaps sort of create another economic system that they can engage with even though they've got no money per se and uh, i just think there's a really big opportunity around that and if we all got together and did something huge with it, it you know obviously could be a really good thing for telos but it could be a really good thing for these people as well because all over the world we've got this problem uh, and perhaps it's it's something that we could work together to help try and the 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 most ma- the magazine is
1: called The Big Issue because the big issue is homelessness and the homeless, it's homeless people who are selling these magazines to oh, okay. uh, get <clears> themselves in because it's not begging it's paid employment and it's a way for them to move forward in their lives and if we can help and support that using the blockchain what 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 you know what a fantastic thing that is. Uh, and so what
2: we've found as well is that um, a lot of these people are doing this a lot you know like every day for five years one guy that I know and uh, you know it takes dedication that but it's just thinking uh, they also all have their own regulars and supporters if you like so Mm -hmm. perhaps if there is this other kind of economic system going on where some bringing a coffee or something it's like you know that person gives them some telos that they can then spend later maybe or they could actually sell uh, to, to, to other people perhaps through gift cards or you know, we've even got um, an escrow system, uh, escrow escrow, a smart contract that uh, anybody can use to 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 trade uh, through an escrow on an escrow basis on both Telos and EOS. So, you know, things like that could be used. So, that it could actually be everything that we uh, market. Trustless, you know, inclusive. Uh, transparent. All these kinds of things are accessible to to everybody. So uh, I just wanted to sort of put that out there and see if we can get anyone else to uh, keep thinking along those lines, so that we can all come up with together. I think what well, for,
1: for what you talked about just before, Brandon, was this notion of that the to look up from EOSIO, to look up from your the particular chain you're in and have an overview of the whole thing. You know, at the moment we've got a very small pie, if you like, and it's that pie is going to grow and grow and grow and there's room for everybody. No one needs to be having no one needs to be fighting over some gym. there's going to be more than enough to go around and there's going to be a huge uh, you know, a huge economic take on this. At the moment, you know, cryptocurrency is is that much. You know, the market cap is minute compared to gold, silver, or all those other assets. <clears throat> There's going to be more than enough um, economic value to go around. And, and just as you say, there are going to be numerous uh, chains. You know, I'm, Dan Lamarr has talked a lot about this idea of you know multi chains and sister chains and side chains. You know, he doesn't see EOS being the Of behemoth if you like, he's got a version of you know you gifted it to the world go and use it and and that's what we're doing and that's what other people will do as well and you know your um, your podcasts uh, or videos can help to share that around and and bring that education uh, to everybody I think
0: absolutely absolutely it is a we got a podcast Talos podcast and a YouTube show. So this comes out both on video and an audio version for people who are listeners. So um, yeah, so I'll I'll get you guys all links to that. But this is the first episode of the Talos podcast and we have many more coming as I start to cover the entire ecosystem here a little bit more broadly um, because that's the the grand vision. There's like you said, the pie is growing. So um, it's good for people to zoom out a bit. Um, do you guys as we as we start to wind down here do you guys have any f- kind of final topics anything you've, that you'd like to cover um, toward to to finish up here uh
2: jim do you want to say anything uh, uh, i i think
1: everything i think everything i want to say has been fully covered and you know just sort of uh, go go tell us <laughs> yeah go
2: tell us so, Yeah, thank, thanks ever such a lot for having us on your your first show we'll be able to add that to our list of uh, firsts. Our previous first, uh, which you mentioned earlier, the word proof plugin, you know we actually worked with Sebastian on the uh, beta test program there, so uh, telosuk.io was the very first uh, website to time and date stamp the uh, content using the, the Telos blockchain and uh, yeah, we did that in unison with the guys over at EOS uh, Writer and, that, and they did it on the EOS blockchain at the same time. So that was one of our previous firsts and our very first first on Telos of course was that we were the first block producer to ever get paid. And I can say that knowing that I can prove that on chain as well. So uh, that's the blockchain in, in action.
0: <laughs> Well, those are some fantastic firsts there—the word proof, the first to get paid, and the first on the first episode of the Telos podcast—and yeah, I just I mean. so cool. I've just I just looked back when we were talking when we were talking earlier, and and uh, our first um, show together was over a year ago now, uh, and it was the fourteenth episode of the EOS podcast. So you know, you guys—it's amazing how long. You're, you guys have been working on Telos, and how much has happened in Telos since oh. since a year ago? I mean, it's just insane when you start, you know, that that quick list of ten differences between Telos and EOS that we talked <laughs> about. There. It's just, yeah, it's cool to see all this happening so fast. So um, people and start taking notice.
2: Yeah, blockchain has its own uh, its own time zone, you know, like yeah. dog years <laughs> different to human years, and uh, so. Uh, yeah, a year in EOS and Telos. Uh, that. I mean, I am I am actually a grandpa. You wouldn't believe that. Yeah, at forty nine, to be a grandpa of two grandchildren, but I am. Uh, and uh, you know, in in the blockchain space as well, I suppose we are essentially yeah, like the old grandparents now. And it's like the next generation. We can see them coming up. You know, there's. Mm-hmm. The, the younger new blood coming through, people like the Telescope and that, who just sort of came in at you know after launch and boom straight up to the top there, doing some great stuff. And so yeah, it's really good to see. I mean, it's sad that some of the launch group guys have been uh, knocked out of the active 21 now, you know, but that is just the reality of uh, delegate of state. Uh, and the way it goes, and it just shows that this
0: thing will last forever, even if uh, me and Jim don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fantastic. Well, that's the show for today, my Telos podcast friends. More shows to come, and uh, Jim, pleasure to have you on. Roger, pleasure Great. to have you on. And uh, we'll be, much. yeah, we'll be keeping track as Telos develops from here. So, uh, cheers, guys.
2: Awesome. Go Telos. Go Elco. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The money is not the prime asset in life. Time is.